Dr. Rajani Kata, and I am here with my partner, Dr. Samir Desai. This is the Success in Medicine podcast, and on this episode, we really wanted to delve into advice for medical students seeking research opportunities. So I think many medical students now realize that it's very important when you're applying for a residency position that for certain specialties and certain programs, research experience is considered very valuable. So, Samir, I wanted to start by asking uh, sort of a very straightforward question, but one that can be a complex answer, and that is how can medical students locate the right research opportunities? There are a number of ways to find the right research opportunity. I'll start by giving you uh, three major ways to do that. Uh, the first way is to reach out to upperclassmen at your medical school as well as residents training at your institution to hear about their experiences, and they can often point you in the right direction. Number two is to check with your student affairs office. Some offices have a list of faculty members that are looking for interested students to participate in their research projects. And number three, visiting departmental websites. Sometimes departmental websites have uh, faculty members and their interests profiled. Well, those are three uh, those are three good options to start with, but I uh, wanted to delve a little bit deeper. Let's start with the first option that you mentioned, which is reaching out to upperclassmen and residents in your particular area of interest. What would you ask that upperclassman? The most important thing to ask is about the quality of the experience they had, specifically, what was their mentor like? So much of your experience and the success of your experience will depend on the quality of your relationship with the mentor. And so what you want to ask is, was this mentor committed uh, to ha making sure you have a great experience, and did he help you bring that project from beginning to end? You also mentioned reaching out to the residents at your program. What would they be able to bring that the upperclassmen wouldn't? Residents often have very, very close working relationships with faculty. And so because of those relationships, they too have been very much involved in research with different faculty members. So they can also steer you in the right direction, again, towards mentors who want to see you succeed in your research endeavors. And uh, and I think I would add one other thing about residents, which is that they probably came from other programs, so other institutions, other medical schools. So they might be able to open you up to some uh, other options, I guess, in terms of research mentors, correct? Absolutely. So we're talking about research mentors that are available at your own institution, but there are also fantastic people located all across the country, and there's nothing that says that you can't be linked with a faculty member at a different institution, and you could have a tremendous experience that way as well. And the second point that you mentioned was reaching out to the Student Affairs Office because they sometimes have information about research opportunities. How do you communicate with the Student Affairs Office? Well, I would suggest that uh, you either make a trip to the Student Affairs Office or just simply give them a phone call and ask them, are they made aware of opportunities to participate in research? And if they are, uh, how is that information communicated to students? Is it communicated by email? Uh, are there announcements made before or after lecture? Or does a student have to just make trips to the Student Affairs Office periodically? And uh, finally, I would say that 
Student Affairs Office may also refer you to the Office of Research, which is present at most medical schools. And what would the Office of Research have? Would it be very similar to what you just described? It would be very similar to what I just described. Uh, the Office of Research is staffed by uh, people uh, very, very interested in promoting research on campus and at the school, and they may have their own list. Um, they may have a research director that a student can meet with, and so that could be a very, very uh, useful way of uh, finding the right mentor. And the third option that you mentioned was to go to a departmental website. What are you looking for? Well, some departments have created a list of faculty members who are involved in research. And when you check out those lists, you may find not only their names, but you'll see what type of interests they have, what type of projects are ongoing. And they may even indicate faculty members that are looking for students. And so it's a great way to research the department and what's going on there and possibly uh, find people that you're really, really interested in working with. And uh, I'm going to sort of present you with a few scenarios um, to sort of walk a, a student through the process. Let's say I'm Allison and I have an interest in macular degeneration and I've looked up the ophthalmology website and I found an attending who is working in that area. How would you recommend that I reach out to that faculty member? I would say that email is probably the best way to initiate contact. Okay. And what would you recommend that I say in the email? First of all, I would say that you want to make your email very, very professional. It's obviously your first uh, it's obviously the first impression that you're making on this potential research mentor, but the email itself should be short and sweet, uh, certainly not too long, and it could be something like this. Dear Dr. Smith, my name is Josh Jones, and I'm a second-year medical student who is very much interested in uh, performing research in your department. I had a chance to uh, go through the departmental website, and I came across some of the exciting projects that you have been working on. I wanted to see if you might have a few minutes to meet with me so that I can get more information on the work that you're doing and see if uh, I can help you uh, further your goals. And I'm also attaching my CV uh, for further review. Uh, if you'd like to meet, uh, please let me know. Thank you very much for your consideration. Well, that sounds uh, that sounds like a that sounds like the kind of email that if I received from a medical student, I would definitely be interested in meeting with this student. Uh, and what happens if you meet with the attending and they say, "Well, it was nice meeting you, but I don't really have any uh, opportunities for students to participate at this time." What would you What would you say to that? I would say that uh, that's certainly a possibility, and um, and that's okay if that happens. Because remember, there are other faculty members in the department. And if you find yourself in that situation, don't be afraid to ask that faculty member about colleagues in the department and uh, people who you know, are looking for students to uh, help them uh, you know, carry out their projects. I would say to, to the student that remember that faculty uh, really want to get their work accomplished and are looking uh, for collaborators to help them reach their goals. 
Yeah, I think that's really good advice, and a lot of it really does come down to timing. I've had medical students approach me, and it just really hasn't been the right time. And I will sometimes say to medical students, I'm going to file your, uh, I'm going to file their CV away, and if I have a project that comes up in the future, I will contact you again to see about your availability at that time. So I think that's also something that a student can say if, if an opportunity arises in the future, please keep me in mind. Definitely. I um, I think there's um, several other questions that I have, um, and I think that we should go over in future episodes. Um, one I think that we do need to discuss is the types of research opportunities available, because I think a lot of students, when they think about research, um, they don't necessarily know that it encompasses so many different types of opportunities. So it's not necessarily working in somebody's basic science lab for one month. Sometimes it can be done remotely, so you can collaborate with somebody across the country. And we use the word research, but I think it's also important that we emphasize to students that sometimes this can be working with a, attending on a case report or a review of the literature or a case series. So there's a lot of different options in, uh, on ways to work with a faculty member that's not necessarily in person showing up every day for one month. Um, and I think I would also add that in a future episode, we need to discuss sort of goals for the research opportunity. And I know you've written um, certainly a lot about how medical students can work on um, getting a presentation or a publication from their research opportunity. I think are there any other facets that, um, that you would like to cover in future episodes that we can sort of give a preview? Uh, highlights are coming. Yes, absolutely. I would also add that it's very, very important to manage your relationship with your research preceptor. There are so many opportunities during the research process to make an impression, and you'll be able to highlight certain research skills and qualities, many of which are transferable to uh, residency. And so as you make that impression that you seek on that faculty member, you're turning that faculty member into a more powerful advocate, and that can do wonders for your residency application. That's very. That's a very good point. I, uh, I think we'll end now, and I did want to mention to our listeners that we do have resources that we are constantly adding to our website, which is thesuccessfulmatch.com. And if you have questions or ideas for future episodes that you would like to hear us review or discuss, please feel free to send us an email at that website on our podcast page. So thanks very much, Samir.